Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. We're live. Hello, welcome to Mind Body TV. I have my husband here today with me, as you can see, our guest speaker. This is uh, Mario, who's my husband. You may have been introduced to him before, uh, but I'm going to introduce to him in just a moment as we come on. Um, we're going to talk today about the masculine and feminine energies in our body. Um, you've heard me say before, we are made of energy. We are pure energy. We have life force coursing through us. And as a physician, I've brought my practice to mind-body medicine because I've seen that this is the most powerful determining factor of whether we live in health or we live in disease. And there are so many powerful ways to open ourselves up to that energy for healing. But one of the other major places where this is evident and we can get a sense of what's happening within us as well as make changes to let that energy course more healthfully, more fully, more potently is in our relationships. And so um, we're going to look at how we let relationships be a mirror, how we let them be a guide for our own awakening, for our own opening. So we are living more authentically, more fully uh, and in, in greater potency. And so Mario is not only my husband, and we've been in our own conscious relationship, married for 12, 12 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he's also a physician and has had his own journey studying um, how consciousness affects our body, our health, our lives. So he has a lot to uh, contribute there. And he is also a part of our upcoming course that we are running called Alive Woman. It's a recorded online course, but we're going to be doing a live workshop with that course for people who are registering uh, in a couple of weeks. So um, welcome to Mario. And do you want to introduce yourself a little bit um, as well? Well, I think in the uh, first, I want to say thank you for inviting me to be part of this uh, hour with uh, your community. Uh, and and also exciting because this is the kind of like the announcement and the launching of the Alive Woman uh, course that uh, is, is going to be coming. So uh, super honored to be part of this. And we have not collaborated and, and done anything like this in quite a while. Uh, so it's super exciting because there has been a tremendous evolution and a tremendous journey in and how we consciously relate, how our marriage has evolved. Uh, clearly as a man and as a husband, I am not the guy I was a month ago, six months ago, let alone you know over the past 13 years that we have been relating. Um, my background, I'm a physician, as Kim was saying, I am a uh, classically trained uh, physician, a radiologist. And um, one of the things that, that really synced tremendously with me and a lot of this work in the uh, mind-body medicine community and in the American Institute of Mind-Body Medicine, before meeting Kimberly, and I would be operating about 70% of my time doing procedures as an interventional radiologist, which is kind of the, the surgical limb of radiology. And I had the awareness of doing different things with my patients to invoke uh, anesthesia, to be able to bring sedation in the moment when medicines were not doing it. And it's interesting as, as our past came together in 2010 and we would talk about how she was doing ER medicine, how I was doing my particular 
side of medicine. There were a lot of things that were very common. And over the course of time, we've continued to develop that. But as you were saying, ultimately, um, in this particular conversation, the journey of the relationship, the marriage, the partnership, uh, it is really a whole different piece uh, of how we've been able to incorporate some of those awarenesses yeah. into how we relate with each other. And what really um, has become aware, you know, aware, we become aware of it and, and has really uh, made a difference for so many is that these awareness, these tools um, and, and the knowledge that have been, been passed and shared really impacts how people relate and ultimately enhances how they actually, um, you know, do their lives together. So uh, I'm really excited to be here. Truly an honor to be part of this community. I, as you know, Kim uh, cares so much about each and every one of you from all over the world uh, that to be here is, um, it really touches me. So thank you mm -hmm. so much. It honors me. Thank you. thank you. Well, we'd love to hear where you're tuning in from. I know we have Sue from BC, Canada. We have uh, Mary Kay. Hello. We have, uh, Someone here, Claudster from Germany, Colorado, Miami. Hello, Jenny. Lisa from UK. Hello, Cassia. I'm going to see you this weekend out at the event in Sedona. Um, hello, Yvonne and Noelita. All right, I'm going to zip through because there's a lot of people joining. But hello, we're going to see Layla this weekend as well. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Kyle Cease is having an event this weekend that I'll be speaking at. And that will be super exciting. So um, great. Lebanon, Tennessee, Chicago, Ohio, Massachusetts, Austin, South Carolina, Durango. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So here we are. Um, so one of the things, um, well, one of the main things I want to talk about are the masculine and feminine energies in our body. We both have masculine and feminine, whether you are a man, a woman, or a more masculine person, more feminine person. We both have both. And this will show in our relationships, like if we are imbalanced within ourselves. So sometimes it seems like it's the other person or why do I keep attracting people who are like blah, blah, blah. Uh, but actually where the correction can be made is in ourselves. And so when we're willing to let the relationship be a mirror, because we're choosing our own awakening, our own expansion, rather than just choosing like, let me just find a better person and make my life better. Um, because we're taking responsibility, this is one of the most powerful ways to do it, is to let your relationship be a mirror and get curious. Doesn't mean you let someone keep walking all over you and you just stay there. It means you get curious about like, wait a minute, where is this really coming from? So you have power when you make that new choice to make a change or leave. Um, so would you share a little bit about um, what that's been like for you to let in, you know, um, the the relationship or like emotions and what comes up for you and getting triggered as opposed to just like fix it? Uh, Mario's super alpha guy, like more of a, a masculine person. And which is why we're a good fit because I'm more Omega in my nature, not like doing business. You know, that's an alpha, that's an outer, that's a masculine. But in your nature, there's going to be, you know, it might not be the same. Even if you're like parenting and running the show, making money, doing a business, you may still be a more Omega or more 
feminine person in your nature. So that means you've got to find space for that in your life. Um, so how would you say like being a man, it's been for you, you know, both from like society, but like then in your own awareness to, to begin to be in flow with your masculine and feminine energies. Is that a clear question? It is. Okay. There's one word, painful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, it has been painful at times. And, and, and the reason of the pain coming from the fact that we have very set ways, all of us, whether we, as you were saying, whether it's socially or from family uh, values or the way we were raised, circumstantial and so on, we tend to create as we go along the journey of maturing and becoming adults, we incorporate certain ways of how we do anything. And in that, um, we all have done it in, in to, to whatever degree because we have come to the conclusion that whatever is it that I adopted has worked for me, therefore I am here. Now, when you put somebody else into the mix and you're in close quarters, like is the case of a, an intimate partnership, a relationship. And, and when I talk about this, I just want to make clear, Kim, that I'm not speaking just people who are married, right? Because we relate as human beings to so many different peoples on a regular basis. And all of those relationships will be impacted without a question on how is it that you're relating to yourself? How is it that I relate to myself? As it pertains to the question that she's posing, uh, this is a very important question because, for example, in my case, I was a kind of man who even the, the embarking on the consideration of being afraid of anything as it related to my particular life or when something was coming up in our dynamics that I felt threatened for whatever reason, not that Kim was threatening me physically or emotionally or energetically, just whatever was being shared was bringing things for me. I had no language to be able to consider, to say, I am feeling X, I am feeling Y. And I say that this is a painful journey because it is not until whether you're a man or a woman or identify yourself with that particular energy, it is not until the moment that we start to see what that uh, brings up for us, what is that generating inside of you? And really acknowledging that if I cannot show up for myself as those things are coming up and I don't learn tools to be able to label them, to identify them, to have the awareness of them, to be able to experience them, to be able to let that move through me. Well, unfortunately, as a man in, in our case, I can't show up for you. I can't show up fully for, because I'm not showing fully for myself and I am not really having that experience. So when we start relating and I have not had that awareness and I'm completely oblivious of what's coming up for me, as many of you have experienced, that creates tremendous disharmony in the relationship. And disharmony may look like uh, a, a severe uh, argument about something. It may be you or I feeling like I just want to withdraw and I don't, I don't want to give anything to this woman. It may feel like I don't want to have sex. It may feel like, you know, we were going to have a date. I'd rather not have the date. And we create all of this. We manufacture all of this very sophisticated methods of alienating the possibility of having that really beautiful and, and, and powerful encounter. Why? Because I have not met myself. And I think for many of the men in the call or 
the women that uh, identify themselves more with that alpha energy. This is a very important distinction to be made and a very important piece to actually consider and, and really be with. You see, I have seen many women that are uh, part of Kim's community who are really evolved women, amazing people. And they come to a point in their journey that they want to be manifesting a relationship in their life. It could be a man, it could be a woman, whatever that may be. And, and then it becomes a, a matter of, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I've done all of this work and I, you know, I'm such a powerful manifester, but why is it that I am not really having this person in my life? What, why is it that I'm not experiencing that? And once again, even if it's the woman experiencing that alpha energy or putting that alpha energy to the world masculine and that masculine, that's exactly right. You may not be able to start receiving what's possible from the other individual and from yourself as you relate to the other. So it, it has been a journey. And what I can tell you is um, in our relationship, it accelerates faster and faster every time. What does that mean? You see, in the beginning, let's say that there was a conflict about something. Well, it would take me, let's say, a longer time to be able to meet those spaces inside of me that were generating tremendous disharmony as Kim related to me or vice versa. But in this case, I want to share my experience. And what has happened more and more progressively and truly exponentially is that that discomfort that I have experienced along the way, because you know nobody taught me that. Uh, many of us who are men or, or have that male energy, masculine energy, we really haven't had paradigms, examples, models to be able to feel those things, address them, how to even have a language for them in the course we talk about. Someone's asking about, uh, we might, might insert this here, like yeah. what is the difference between the masculine and the feminine energy? Do you want to take Yeah, I mean, I, first of all. That's a good thing to lay out first. The, the masculine energy is very piercing. It's very fixing. Uh, it, it just wants to cater to the moment and address it right now and just take care of it. The outer. It, and it's doing. outside, right? It's so that's why I don't know the fixing piece or the doing piece. The feminine piece is more about the feeling piece. And, and it's very different because that feminine energy does not seek to be fixed, does not want to be like from the outside handled. What that feminine energy for the most part wants is to be given space. Expression. It's to be allowed to be expressed. That feminine energy wants to actually move. And at times as the masculine observes it, it could be really messy. And it's like, you know, how many of us in the call, you know, uh, have actually heard, you know, oh, all women are crazy. You know, like they're just like all over the place. I'm not going to tell you, men are no different. You know, we have a lot of those moments too, because there's that dual nature to us, that masculine and that feminine energy. So that, that feminine essence wants to be heard. That feminine essence wants to be given space. That feminine essence wants to be allowed. And when, when in my case, a man, because let's say that I see Kim and my experience of her is that she's actually going through a really rough patch or she's crying or she's going through a painful moment. And then I show up like, what's going on? Tell me, tell me. I, I just want to help why? you. Why are you why, feeling why, this? Why are you feeling this way? The, it, it really comes to the other side. And I know it happened for me very often. I was uncomfortable with actually experiencing that. It's like, what, what's happening here? 
Like, what can I do? Is it that I am just not being good enough as a man to actually cater for her, cater to her, take care of her? And on the other side, what she was seeking was to have her her guy, her man, in, in this case me, to be grounded enough with my own experience, with my own emotions, as I received the gift of witnessing what she was offering to me, even if from an outside observer, that may look at something really messy, you know, tremendous emotional turmoil. And that practice of really checking in, Mario, with what's coming up for me, as I am being a witness to this moment, which I have come to completely understand and integrate in my belief system in this very moment in our marriage as a huge gift that my woman has actually given me. She is showing up for me. She's actually allowing me to see her in her full expression. So the, the context for this really is the feminine is the inner, the unseen, ever-changing, you know, when we're in that feminine energy, which is the omega, there's uh, everything change. I'm up, I'm down, I'm left, I'm right. It does, it's not linear or um, logistical, rational. So the feeling, the sensing, the expression, that cannot be understood. And when we give space for our omega, our feminine energy, it could be like I'm moving a certain way or crying a certain way or expressing something and then the energy moves. Then, you know, feel better. I'm good. I go about my day. When I'm suppressing that, which is the like, I don't even know why I feel like this. Or people will cry and like, oh, I'm so sorry and apologize. Our culture is one where we've ta been taught to suppress the feminine, right? Don't express, don't uh, fall apart and don't bring your energy and attention inside. And this is a huge amount of discord that happens just because of that alone. So when we allow the healthy divine, natural feminine, there's expression, you know, Gemma just came and told me Gianni vomited. <laughs> so there's like stuff happening and we can be in relationship with that, right? Wendy, we're sad. Maybe we're scared and it doesn't have to make sense, but there's going to be health in the body when we allow the full expression of the feminine. The masculine is the outer, the doing, the seen, the linear, the unchanging. And that's the rational. It is this way because I'm doing this because I'm doing it. You know, here's the reason. Versus why are you feeling so sad? You never want to go that way with your own self or your partner. Wait a minute. I need to understand it so I can process it. You're going to just block expression because the feminine cannot be understood. Yeah. I was going to say another way that I, I personally like to think of this, if I'm having a, a moment of feeling confused, who am I being in this moment? You can also think of that alpha or that masculine energy as a riverbed. That riverbed is for the most part, it's not changing, right? And somebody could say, well, the water is going and it's eroding the, the, the bottom for simplification's sake, just think of that as the riverbed. That feminine energy is all that torrent of water, that current that is going downstream. And at times, the water can be violent in its motion, but it's, it's going in the direction that it wants to go. And the masculine energy is there to contain that. 
not wanting to impact it, not wanting to hold it, not wanting to affect it, but just being completely in that state of realizing that I'm right here. Go through your course. Move as you want to move. I'm right here. And it's a funny story. You know, when we started to really do more and more of this work, the uh, mental image that I would have would be like a like a statuette of Buddha, you know, like no moving and no doing anything. And then Kim would be doing, you know, her breathing and her emoting and so on. And I'm like, you know, like doing nothing right there. And clearly that's not it because obviously it's rigid. That that's just and it's not honest either, right? It's like it's like I've got you covered. There's nothing going on over here. It's all over there. And and that really was a big shift because she she brought it to my attention. She's like, you know, I I don't feel like you're even there. And then I remember saying to her, well, but you want it to be still and to be grounded for you. This is what that looks like. <laughs> but it's not about that, right? There is the the riverbed is as much as part of that water and that of that river as the water alone is really that dance of the two. And as we relate, you know, with one another or with others, there is that communication that comes through the feeling, through the sensing of what's coming up for me, what's coming up for the other, and how we show up for that moment. And and that is part of that, um, you know, embracing both that masculine and that feminine energy. Mm. I love this analogy. Yes, please. I'm weeping to hear you. He's the riverbed. She's the river. Well, one of the things that's been really, really useful and so powerful for us um, is, yes, learning how to hold the divine masculine, how to hold the divine feminine, because the more he became able to be, you know, um, in equanimity, like I'm totally present wherever you're at, baby, I've got you held. And so then whatever energy was moving through me, just move through. And then I'm like in a rebalanced space. Um, you know, the Omega, it's not a linear, it's a cyclic process. So anyone who's been through the healing journey, it's a cyclic process. You're like, why am I falling apart? Wait a minute. I'm getting worse. I'm supposed to be getting better. No, it will fall apart before something new comes together. So if you can flow with that cyclic process, it's very powerful. But what happened then was like, he's always in the alpha pole versus also the, the switch where I could hold space for him to be in an expression and in a recalibration and in a cyclical, you know, release process of his own expansion. And for people, whether you are more like an alpha omega couple or whatever your primary more uh, essence is, right, masculine or feminine, you still need both. You still need both. And I think one of the healthiest things that happened was like when you were willing to more enter into your feelings and expression and like letting go and being in the unknown versus being in control, it had a massive rebalancing effect on our relationship. And so for men, you know, we're, we we're taught, I mean, everybody, women and men don't express. That's why it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I don't know why I'm crying. Like, don't, don't do that, right? Just let the expression happen. Your body's going to release some energy, maybe some water, maybe you yawn. It, it's like, that's health. But when we let that happen, it was such a powerfully restorative process because omega feeds and fuels alpha. Yes. And so the man could be like restored, regenerated. I'm going to go out and slay the dragon and whatever you need and come back into that really strong 
masculine power. And so that I think is one piece that's missing for a lot of us as women, but also for men for sure is like, well, where do I have airtime for my own discharge, recalibration and rebalancing? So I'm fueled to go out and, and do the thing. You know, beautiful points. And I, I want to take one that you mentioned that I think is really powerful. Um, we are, we have become a global culture of apologies Think about it, you know, especially here in the United States where we're speaking from, for nothing, people say, I'm sorry. You know, the same way that people say, I love for anything without really meaning it. So we have- And look at this, my husband immediately asked me what he did wrong. Like, like there's a wrongness yes. that you're even feeling this. And then it's like his responsibility. Those are the two imbalances. Well, and, and to, uh, to, to that community members, uh, a statement, you see, there is something to be um, understood there. And it's the fact that for us men, if a man is a devoted man, okay, it is essential for him to know and feel that he is catering to his woman and he is doing a good job at it. If there is any circumstance that she is having her emotional experience for whatever it is, the go-to mode most of the time will be, what did I do? Did I hurt you? Did I say something wrong? Why? Because we want to fix it. We want to just make sure that I'm containing you. I'm hugging you. Nothing is wrong with you because my quality as a man or my qualities are directly proportionally linked to the experience of the woman. We've made it be that way. But in this work, we know and we realize it's not. Because she will have her experiences completely independent of what's happening in my world. The issue becomes when there is the coming together to share that space, share what has been going on. And, and then basically, how is it that I'm going to respond to that? I want to finish my, my last thought uh, regarding the, the, the culture of being sorry, you see. And Kim was mentioning this, and I, I couldn't agree more with you, Kim, on this. We apologize for what we feel all the time, especially, in, and it's on both ways. So if somebody's laughing really loud, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just being so loud. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, if I am crying and, and, and the tears are starting to, to stream and flow, I just got to wipe that off immediately. Yeah, so stop apologizing for Omega and feminine expression. I can 100%. And I can say for all of you women out there or those who identify yourself with that more of a feminine energy, whether you're a man or a woman, gender-wise, it is so important to really start shifting that, to start really embracing this is what I'm feeling. And I am so blessed, so gifted, so, you know, what, what, what an amazing thing that I'm feeling something because Feelings are access points, they're portals to a much bigger reality of connection. But if I am at every corner apologizing and wronging the expression. physiological expression of what's being felt, I am actually contributing to me dulling, oppressing, suppressing, repressing. Life force. A hundred percent. Life force. You're 100%. suppressing the life force. 
And that cannot be more damaging in a relationship as far as my, my concerns go, uh, because this woman and many women are very, you know, they, they have a very dominant omega side. Thank goodness for that, because they can really be activators for all of us that want to feel and want to express that and want to connect and have the deepening. Well, and so Layla's saying, well, my friend will ask me what's wrong or, oh, I'm sorry you're feeling that. And I'm feeling it's okay to feel what I feel. And so, yeah, ask for presence. In fact, we do this in our relationship. And then someone else was saying he gets upset that I'm upset. That's the thing. That's the hard thing. It's like you don't want to be an omega at the same time when you need your reboot. And so when I'm like wanting him to hold space for me, I can say like, whoa, I'm in a really intense thing. You just hold space for me. We don't really do it that way anymore because it's very, very Fluid. frequent. Yes. <laughs> and then the energy will move in like maybe like one minute or 30 seconds. Um, but if it's your friend, it may, may be a very appropriate thing. Or like if he's going to say to me, like, hey, will you hold space for me? Then I know like, all right, let me just like be in my uh, alignment and my own container versus like, thinking this is the time that I'm going to unwind on him. And he's like letting me know, like, I need to share something. Right. So now I'm listening as opposed to like, oh, let me help you with that. No, listening. The alpha container can just be like, I'm here giving you my presence because I know you're a self-sustaining unit that will go through the cycle of expression and healing and recenter. And if I can hold presence, it's going to happen more quickly and more fluidly. But if I'm, wait, I don't understand why you feel that. Wait, well, that's okay. You don't have to feel it. Let me just tell you what to do. Now I'm interrupting that cycle. That's really a hard thing. And so with your friend, you could say like, all right, will you just be space for me? Like there's massive stuff coming up and I just want to like catharsis and it'd be so helpful for you to just like breathe in and breathe out while I do it. Sometimes you have to tell someone how to do it because we don't learn yeah. how to hold space. And literally it, it is healing because if you're just sitting there feeling your body, breathing in and breathing out while I'm whatever I'm doing, you're helping move the energy too. But if you're like, doing the stoic thing or like, I'm going to be a strong man and not feel anything. It doesn't actually work. hundred percent. And I, and I, I also will add to this. This is very important. Um, and, and those of you who will be in the uh, program will have access because we'll work on this. Um, what we're saying here is not, it, we're not giving license to two people coming together and just like throw all the junk that you can think of at the other person. That's not what this is about. There's a very, very important distinction. I, how do I know? Ask me. <laughs> I remember when we started really to embark in this journey of conscious part, you know, partnering. I had so much stuff that I didn't know how to voice that I, I think that I would be horrified to see a video if we were to tape that of what that was like and how it was actually, you know, coming like an attack for Kim, right? Because it can really come as a blame. It's like, you this, you that, 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 and I'm feeling all of this because of you. Well, that's part it's of the- not pure expression. <laughs> 100%. And, and really the, the evolution of this is really to be in a sense of awareness, in a sense of 
being acquainted with in a sense of owning. Wow. This is my experience. And it's not because of you. This is my experience because this is this is my constitution in this very slice of time that we're in. And when that happened and continued to evolve for me as I did it with her and all the people in my life, family, parents, and so on, because this, this has opened up the door to, to massive change in my life. It really changed our relationship because now this very, very uh, evolved and sensing woman who is incredibly empathic could really be in her own state of power because she didn't have to be babysitting me emotionally and being afraid of what was going to come her way as she was actually attempting to give herself to me. And that is such a thing, you know, when, when you have the other person really gifting themselves to you mm-hmm. and really sharing everything that is coming up for you and for them uh, to, to be able to be fully receptive and open to that, not to just receive what she has to give me, but just to be able to be a witness of her expression of her life force. That is a game changer. And that creates intimacy mm. to whole new levels. Yeah, I want to go into some of the comments and questions. Uh, so one is, and this is what we will do in the Alive Woman course, is you actually practice Omega embodiment for the purpose of moving energy, for health and healing, for healthy relationships, whether you're a man or a woman. Um, And so the difference between authentic expression, which is profoundly healing and life-giving to the other versus venting, which is actually suppressive and is like throwing shit on the other. So it's not actually healing you. And that's mostly what people do is like they hold it all up and then there's like a venting and it will give you some relief, but it's not actually healing. Um, Omega practices, like I had to learn how to practice into Omega. If you're working full time, uh, parenting, you know, there's a lot of alpha we do in our regularly scheduled day. And if I didn't have the Omega practice to rebalance myself, my life would be a freaking nightmare. And it's not, it's not appealing and attractive also for the male. And it doesn't create the dynamic of relationship. Not only that, it doesn't allow health in in the body for anybody. It doesn't create the dynamic in a healthy, um, passionate relationship if you're void of omega. So like partnering is like alpha, alpha. Hey, what time is Gemma getting picked up today? Oh, are you going to da da da? Wait, we got to make sure we get the clothes for blah, blah, blah. You good with that? Okay, we're good. It's alpha, alpha, analytical thinking, planning, doing. And so great. But if we don't know how to snap out of it into alpha, omega, or omega, alpha, we're not going to ever have sex till maybe you're like in the empty nest syndrome, you know, empty nest stage. And now you can repolarize like, but what if you want to have a sexual relationship like every day or every week, then, you know, so forget about like your body and your health, that's going to go out the window. Um, So you've got to learn, like, how do we repolarize our relationship and how do, what do I do when I come home from work to come into Omega? So I'm a nurturing presence for my uh, family, my my husband, my children, but so I am nurtured yeah. because for a woman, usually there's not enough omega in your presence, and that's one of the reasons you get sick. Um, 
And then the other thing, oh, for manifestation, <laughs> if we're not in that openness and receptivity, I think this is the number one thing I see with women, but it's also like men because we're all learning to suppress Omega. We're learning to suppress feminine energy. Um, we're wanting to manifest, but we're only doing the alpha and then we're not a receiver. We're not a container yeah. to receive. And so how that, when I talk about what you see for so many women and like how that shows up in their relationship with men, you have a man who like deeply wants to give to you and you think he's an asshole, but you don't realize like you're giving him a wall. Yes. And so you're turning him into that. But how, what could maybe women hear that you have to share about that? Because I think it's kind of universal. Well, I mean, to that point, <clears throat> I think that one of the things that we see most is for whatever reason in the journey of the woman, she's come to the point that she feels she needs to be the driver. And there is a tremendous lack of trust in, in how she relates to the man. So now any time that he tries to do anything for her, it's going to be fully blocked. It's not going to be received. There's not enough of a good deed that will go punished because the guy is just simply not being allowed. And, and then the question that the woman asks is like, but I wonder why my relationship is not improving. And why I have to do everything. A hundred percent. If the, the omega energy, it's it's a receiving energy. And it has to really allow us so that there is some of this dance that goes on. You see? So if many of of you are out there are listening to us and you and you really can relate to that, it's like I feel like I'm just not really getting from my man what what I want. It it merits to be looked into. And and consider and meditate on a mind anyway being the one who's actually manifesting this man that doesn't give me what I want because I'm actually not allowing him to actually give it to me. And and I can tell you for me as a man, it, it feels like this, right? Just like the women feel like men, we can do that to you, you know. Or the or the other way is basically it's castrating, right? It's emasculating. It's taking that male power from the man when the woman is not, not really being in a place of acknowledging that this guy is really doing his best at showing off for you. And perhaps it's for whatever your constitution is in that moment, you're not allowing that to happen. And we get to work on that so that that changes that that, that dynamic. That's important too. Like how that other person can change because someone's saying, well, he doesn't like to hug or talk deeply about emotions. There is a huge change when you begin to be in your omega, that immediately can repolarize that. Thank you for saying that. I, I, I want to speak to that briefly. Um, I really believe, and I haven't I haven't met a man, no matter how triple alpha, you know, Hulk Hogan style, you know, like the wrestler, uh, to a very, very, you know, let's call it very feminine-like man who's just so in tune with emotions that it's almost like almost like girly like or more like what we would think about a woman to be um what if you thinking that about that guy you were to consider that there is a deeply feminine deeply omega essence to him what if you were to consider that that man who doesn't want to hug or doesn't want to show emotions deep inside really has whether he is he's conscious of it or not a deep need and a deep desire 
to connect at that level. Many women that we had these conversations with, you know, they come, they say, well, I've come this far in my journey and I've evolved so much. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I've transcended who I was, you know, every day I'm just upgrading and going up and up and up and up and up. And this guy, this guy's not coming. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, and I'm really trying, you know, believe me, I'm really trying. Like, I really want him to get it. I'm doing everything I can. Well, worst thing you can do. I can tell you that guy ain't going to do anything for you. There's such a conditionality to that relating. There is such an expectation, just like the ones that I can put on Kim, that simply blocks off that guy showing up for you. So a different way for those of you who think, so what do I do now then? Start up from the premise and then knowing that a man who is devoted, a man who is really into you, a man who is uh, a feeling man, a man that um, that that really cares, wants to show up for you in such way, but it needs to be an invitation. And the invitation is not, hey, I would like you to do blah, 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 blah for me. No, it's you showing up for yourself. In your in your need, in your yes. ask, in your, in your, in in your, your ask, desire. In the embodiment of that and saying, I want to share this that I'm actually going through. And all I want for you is to just witness me, please. I don't want you to fix it. I don't want you to 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 try to solve it. I don't try to don't try to psychoanalyze any nothing. All I want to do is just share this with you, and know that you can be with it without trying to fix it or change it. Even if it looks crazy for you, hun, I just want to share this. Right, set the stage for you to actually not be apologetic for what you're feeling mm-hmm. and to create a dynamic where he may be the one approaching you downstream to say, you know something, I got to share something that is just so deep and painful for me or, or happy or whatever the case may be. Can you just be a witness to it? Well, let's start by inviting each other to being witnesses of what's moving through you. And someone's saying, yeah. I'm doing the instant elevation and oh, seeing so softening in my man. Yeah. This is what is, you know, when we do in the instant elevation or there's a lot of other practices in the alive woman that are deep omega practices, you're going to see that. You're going to see that as you go more into your own divine expression, everyone around you is invited to do the same because they're no longer encountering the hardness in your energy field. Um, so that that's one of the big things with being the invitation, which I love how Paige has written that for us. Um, it's a completely different energy than what most of us are trying to do to get, how do I get my husband on board? How do I get so-and-so to do this, which is manipulation. And so it's like taking all this potent energy that could be manifesting from Omega and then putting it into the alpha and like okay. pestering, you're just going to create the opposite. And so one of the big things in a live woman, which I want to actually invite if there are men who are interested in being a part of it, especially because we're doing the live workshop with Mario as a part of that, it will definitely be a very worthy investment. In the past, we've only opened it to women, but I'm very clearly seeing that we all will benefit 
from um, opening Omega space for Omega and health and the, you know, the feminine energy, no matter if you're male or female. Um, and so if you're feeling uh, overwhelmed in your life and that's like, I got to do it all. There's too much to do. Um, not enough time exhausted or like fatigued or depleted or because that's what happens when when we don't give airtime to Omega, you oh. know, Alpha's out to slay the dragon. But if that you lose the muse, you lose the fuel, you lose the energy. Like, what is it for? I'm not getting pleasure from this. I'm not, you know, open and wet and oh, juicy in my life yeah. for like working my ass off all day or raising my kids or doing this or doing that. You're like, I'm just depleted. This is another sign that uh, you need to rebalance your Omega. Um, sick and not getting better. So like there's no resources. It's it's the same thing. You're in closure on some level in your being. So resources aren't coming in. Healing isn't happening. Or you're noticing in your relationship and asking questions like, how do I get my man to do this? Or, you know, people are saying he's not affectionate or I'm not affectionate. There's closure uh, or de decreased sexuality and decreased sex drive, which is way more common than I think anybody really thinks. I, I get an insider scoop on this from a lot of people. And for myself personally, I was like, how would we even survive if we didn't have a way to repolarize? We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Well, We'd be married, but like we'd just kind of be having, we'd be partners. Yeah. But we were really interested in like, no, we're not settling for that. Like, that's not actually true. There's more available. No so we were like, open, 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 open. Let's explore. And we've re resurrected that. Um, but the self sufficiency, if you're in this like self sufficiency, um, you're emasculating your own your own self so you're cutting off your own power but you'll definitely be emasculating men and i think so many women do this like unconsciously and inadvertently and this is uh one of the biggest places where we'll we'll be dry and not receiving and be exhausted because we're blocking that and i also want to say you know um many women come into all of this work you know wanting to improve their relationship and then they find out as they evolve that they really wanted to Ultimately, it's your own journey. You're improving your own self and, and really, uh, and improving is not the right word because it becomes work. It's really experiencing your life, you know, from a full life force perspective. But then as they, you know, start to experience certain things, they say, well, I wonder what that this would do for my relationship. And then they start poking on the other side, you know, like trying to drag them in and just like grab them by the neck and bring them to the cave. And then obviously that doesn't work. And then the woman, because typically I, I am a big believer of this, women are the, the spiritual guides of the world and, or of our planet. Uh, and we get to benefit as men from them as, as we have our own journey and also start to bring gifts to the woman so she can actually be enhanced through our relating. But as it turns out, when the woman learns to be with what's coming up for her, her experience and her ultimate uh, manifestation goals as it pertain as they pertain to the relationship. Then the men who come to the work, thinking that they were doing it for them, for the woman, for the women, they realize, wow, I really I needed this for myself. And that is that is a big, big transition, because now the man is seeking ways to nurture himself 
independent of the other so that he can actually be in a state of flow with himself and ultimately be able to show up for her, to gift himself for her and not just simply be a spectator who is watching her go through all this stuff and all the shit that is happening for her and all the craziness. No, it's like, yeah, which sucked wow. being on she, that end of it. Really. 100%. It was like, oh yeah, I'll hold space for you since you have so many problems and oh. so many issues and like, I'll be, I'll be the good guy and exactly. yeah, I want to help your healing. Oh, no. And that sucked and actually had me like, I don't want to be Even an Omega because then I'm the mess. But that was the dynamic we were in. And so when I let that go, it showed up in my relationship and then, he popped into that same awareness as well. Like, oh, it's it's a contribution to yeah. me to, to have your expression. Your raw expression feeds me. And, and, and furthermore, I don't want to be an apologetic male for my feelings. And I want to be a fully alive, fully manifested, you know, fully uh, feeling being that is showing up for myself, independent of Kim and everybody else around me. If I feel like I need to cry, I want to embrace those tears. Wow, I'm alive in there. You show for her and show for my show for myself. It's like I am feeling this is amazing. You know, we have to cut this vicious cycle of not feeling. And that is why there's so much abuse in relationships, especially men towards women, or the women who are very male-driven in their energy, they can be extremely abusive to the men. So it, it goes both ways because that dual uh, that that dual essence lives in every single one of us. So imagine just for a moment how much more less abuse would there be towards children, spouses, family members, particularly when men we learn ways to actually feel and feel empowered in sharing our feelings. And having to have any forum where this can actually be shared. There's a there are a lot um, other questions, so I want to zip through and, and look. Um, but I'll give you the link to the course for those of you who do want to uh, come and be a part of that and attend the live workshop. It's at drkimd.com forward slash alive, and the workshop is on the twenty first of March. Um, so we'll have that live. It's recorded. So you'll have all of that as part of the online. So don't worry if you can't be there live. Um, Katie had said the best way to have your wife or girlfriend stop talking is for just to say, to ask her, tell me more. And, you know, that's an energy pull. You're actually like being a space to receive that energy and you're letting the energy come through that person. And these are specifics we do in the coursework, um, how to do that within yourself and how to do that in a partnership. Um, so a lot of these pieces are really nutritive for kind of all of the, the parts of what so many people are struggling with. Um, there was another question that was down here. Uh, what about when you're single? What's the best way to allow your omega if there isn't someone to hold space for it? So I want to say first, like none of this had to do with my partnership. It was all the inner journey. Uh, my inner relationship with myself and my alpha and omega, my, my masculine and my feminine energy. And so I had to embody that in myself and the practices in the alive woman course are very much about the single body practice and, and that your embodiment will create an open connected authentic partnership but it's within you and then yeah in the workshop we will do um 
we'll talk more about the partner exercises or just about partnership and welcoming in right relationships. But the course is very much um, in your embodiment with yourself. I wondered if men died 10 years earlier through being so stoic. Well, our alpha is exhausted and depleted, whether it's in your single body or in your relationship, we are all out alphaing our lives. And so, yes, society values the outer and the seen and the productive, and then it totally disregards the inner and the unseen and the creative. And so we have a society where most people are overwhelmed. Most people are exhausted. Most people, you get to drink coffee every day. And most people, many people are in a chronic illness that they can't resolve. And so where is the imbalance? It's within that space of out alphaing our lives. And even the way we go about healing, I'm going to search and I'm going to find and I'm going to read and I'm going to learn. And like, if you would take 10 minutes of receptivity every day, which is in the practices in the Alive Women course and really potent ways to do it, you could heal. You could like not only heal, but cultivate wealth and cultivate love in your life. Well, you know, to that point about, you know, you wondering about men being stoic and, and dying 10 years earlier. You know, men suffer more from cardiac disease than, than women in general, uh, you know, globally. And it's interesting because the more that we pent up our emotions and we don't really move it, uh, that creates without a question uh, a lot of vascular disease. And, and I actually have, you know, I have seen that with my own eyes, with my patients doing angioplasties and doing procedures and invoking uh, images of love and serenity and so on in the procedure. And blood vessels that would be clamped down very, very tightly uh, as we're trying to get our instruments through them, uh, then we would give it another try again after doing exercises. And then suddenly those blood vessels would just dilate, they would open up. Um, so there's a lot to this and, and the body will harbor that what's not moving and it will actually manifest in the form of disease. But we have not done a lot of uh, voicing that, you know, in the allopathic world. And obviously Kim talks about this all the time and there's so much evidence uh, to it. So there may be quite a bit to that. Um, and you who's actually wondering that, you may be the medicine, right? For your man to be able to extend, prolong his life through being able to yeah. create this channel. So I and being in flow, living in flow 100%. versus living in hardness. And contraction, right? Because this this even when I do this, everything in the body, everything is is doing that. Not just my 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 fists, my blood vessels, my lungs, my muscles, everything is tightening. So mm -hmm. good for you. Any last pieces that you would like to finish with uh that we may have not touched on? I, I think that the the last message that I'll send you with is uh, for those of you that think that your man is not capable of doing this um, to really be gentle with that, with that belief uh, to really be space for considering that that man is also in a journey and he would want to meet you and match you super in some cases surpass you so that you can have what you want and what you need. Um, and in so far as we really create that, we're releasing the judgment the, and we're creating possibility. Uh, and, I, and I think that that's, I, I'm so uh, so humbled and honored to be part of this uh, conversation today with your community, Kim, because I know a lot of the women here really care and, and yeah. you're really changing the world in doing this. So 
thank you so much, you know. And, and, and just some have said that they're here with their husbands. I know Jen, I didn't comment on it earlier, but she said, I'm here with my husband. And we're both watching together. And, and we've I'm, got you guys. <laughs> we've got you. I, I think that any men who are venturing into this are truly in their greatness. Pioneers. The pioneers. Yeah, and, and courageous. Yeah courageous heart. So thank you and, guys. And, and, and blessed and fortunate to have, if you're with a woman here, that you have her uh, really introducing you, not, not dragging you by your ass to do this. That doesn't feel right. Just like, be with me, share this with me, listen to this. And if, you, if it resonates, great. And if it doesn't, it's great too. You have a different awareness now because you were exposed to something different, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And don't underestimate the impact of your openness your softness your omega on everyone and every situation around you because people will say well you don't know my husband he's a narcissist or you don't know da 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 this is a nightmare and what you've seen is the world as a reflection of your hardness yeah and your you know work and your money and your situation as a reflection of your hardness but you really really haven't seen what the world could show up as or how your partnerships or men or children or relationships could show up as when you're in your softness. So you ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Thank you guys for, for being here. Uh, We'd love to have you for the the workshop. Um, The course is online. It's very powerful. You can do it in your own timing. We do have the live workshop on the 28th as sort of like a kickoff after you know, you've gotten into the work a little bit. And we also have a Q&A call that I'll be doing to answer deeper questions, guide you through some of this work more fully. And that will be two weeks later that we will have that. All the stuff is on the page at drkimd.com forward slash alive. Um, let us know if this resonated with you and give a thumbs up on YouTube. Some more people who are looking for this will find it. I'm at drkimd.com. I'll be here every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain for Mind Body TV. And um, I love you guys. I'm so glad Gianni's feeling better soon. (laughs) Yeah, you got to roll with it. You know, he is being picked up right now. I'm sure he's great. He's a a puker. So that happens. Oh, gosh. He's a puker. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. See ya. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.